Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Financial Flex with Lex. Today's episode will actually be a little life update slash lesson that I've learned. I really hope that this episode inspires you and motivates you to go out there and tackle your financial goals. Before I get started, be sure to hit the subscribe button and don't forget to rate and review this podcast. I am so thankful for anyone and everyone who subscribes, leaves a comment, messages me and lets me know that they've listened. It really means a lot to me and it makes me feel good, so continue to do that. All right, so let's get started with today's episode. On September 4th, John and I paid off his student loans. Yes, you heard that correctly, paid off his student loans, gone, finished, zero dollars. Which, it's honestly so wild and doesn't really feel all that real to me, if I'm being honest. John had around uh, $20,000 in student loans, a majority of which he accumulated during his first year of college when he went away to school. Uh, He spent one year away and then he came back home after that year and lived and spent the remainder of his college years at home, which really helped him save a lot of money. So that $20,000 was honestly all from like his first year of school, which is like insane because I can't even imagine like how much he'd have now if he had stayed at the school he went to originally. So before we got married, he paid off about $10,000 by himself, which is like amazing. And he did that in about a year, year and a half. Uh, So when we did get married and after we got all settled in with the apartment, came back from the honeymoon and kind of just like got our lives like back on track and we were also trying to figure out how to merge our incomes, we knew we wanted to attack these loans and attack them hard because in comparison to the average student loan debt, the remaining balance was pretty small. Um, So we had about $9,500 left to pay off and we did that in about three and a half months which is kind of crazy it was honestly so rough at some points um, but having those loans gone is one of the most satisfying feelings I can't even explain to you guys like the feeling of no longer having those loans to worry about or to put money towards it's just like I don't know it's 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 like the weirdest feeling but it also feels like right So we didn't have a ton of cash sitting around waiting to be dumped on student loans. That definitely is not the case. We just devised a plan and stuck to it for the most part. I mean, there were times where we deviated a little bit, maybe didn't do as well as we should have, but for the most part, we really tried our hardest to stay on track. We both worked full time, but we felt as if John's job is a bit more secure than mine just because of the industry he's in and he has a union. So if anyone, God forbid, God forbid, if anyone were to be losing their job, it would probably be me over him. But as of now, we're both employed, so everything's great. We won't ever need to worry about that. Okay? So, yeah. Um, So we decided that he would pay the rent and utilities with his paycheck, and I would use my paycheck to pay the loans. So in the event that let's just say one of us loses our job, we know that we can live off of X amount. And if, we, if we're not able to pay our loans and like we're just not able to pay, like pay them, but at least we know that we're able to cover rent and utilities. So yes, yeah, so he would pay rent and utilities with his paycheck and then I would use my paycheck to pay the loans. 
So every pay period, I would take approximately 700, 740, just depending, from my paycheck and put it towards loans. Um, it was the absolute first thing that I did. That way I had absolutely no excuse. I would budget out the rest of the money I had remaining in my checking account accordingly until the next pay period. So payday comes, I automatically go to the student loan website, make a payment for $700, boom. So now I have like, $700 remaining and then I make sure to note any upcoming payments and then I always try to take like let's just say 200 or 350 of the remaining and put it in my like temporary savings account so I'm not tempted to just like go buck wild and spend like the other half of my money I just I try to remove temptation off of my plate as much as I can when it comes to my money so any money that was untouched during the end of a pay period so let's just say the two-week pay period cycle is up I'm about to get my new paycheck oh I have 150 I have $200 left in my in my checkings account I would take that 150 or that 200 and add it to my next loan payment so that's how some some weeks we are able to put maybe $900 or $800 because of the leftover money from my last paycheck after seeing how much progress we are making and the excitement of being done started to creep up because it does like once you see yourself knocking out those goals you get so excited and you just start like the wheels start turning you're like where can I get money to put towards my loan so we were super excited about seeing all this progress so we decided to take two thousand dollars from our emergency fund and put it towards our debt uh, with the agreement that we'd replenish the emergency fund immediately after so once i explained to john like what we could do if, like how much faster we'd be able to pay off our loans if we took that money out from our emergency fund he understood and was like okay i'm totally fine with that just make sure that we put that money back you know as soon as we're done paying off the loans and i was like okay cool not a problem so we did that. So that was one way we were able to pay off our loans faster was taking an, an quote unquote overfunded emergency fund and putting that towards debt. Um, we also had conveniently, <laughs> just kidding, we uh, got married. So some of the monetary wedding gifts that we received, we kind of split it up. So we did use a lot of the money to purchase a few items uh, that we needed for the apartment. But then we also did take a couple hundred and put it towards our loan as our loans as well. Um, and that was a decision that we were both comfortable with. And we thought that it would be the best way to use our money. So we went ahead and did that. I will admit that there were weeks where I was cutting it very, very close with my checking account because I would under budget for something. So, you know, there's been times where I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to Target and just spend 40 bucks and I walk out spending $180, true story. And so that kind of set me over in terms of my budget or I would forget about an automatic payment that was due so I would forget that our phone bill is due on the 12th and so I would see 
you know, 110 bucks taken from my account and I'd freak out. But then I was like, oh, wait, yeah, our phone bill is due. So those are times where I cut it super close with my checkings account. But um, I really try not to do that. I really try and stay on top of that. And I avoid Target like the plague now. I don't go in there unless I absolutely need to. For the most part, I just tried to limit my spending literally to train passes because I take the train to work, gas and groceries, nothing else, which you guys, it's tough because there are certain things I wouldn't necessarily deem as a need. Like I wouldn't die if I didn't get them, but I did want them and I couldn't get them. So that sucked. I even took a little break from Instagram because I literally just felt like I was wasting my life away, which yes, I know guys sounds really dramatic, but when you see people like living their you know, their best curated lives on Instagram, you kind of feel some kind of way when you're on, you know, your fourth uh, chickpea pasta meal prep for the week and you really just want a nice poke bowl or, you know, a really good margarita. You're like, this is not my life right now. And you're like sitting on your living room floor watching Jane the Virgin like, this is my life right now. <laughs> I would feel myself slip into that negative mind step, mind step, mindset. And I would quickly remind myself that I, that not I, but we made the choice to make our debts plus our our future a priority and so even though I was making these sacrifices and some days it didn't really feel all that good or feel like it was worth it just the thought that okay one day we will be out of debt um, our kids won't ever have to go through this one day I'll be able to buy what I want I'll be able to give generously because what I really want to do is just give and serve and be like a good steward with my money with the money that God has blessed uh, John and I with just you know ch changing my mindset and thinking more positively and instead of you know wallowing in my you know chickpea pasta despair I do want to tell you guys that you don't have to be making a ton of money to reach your financial goals or to even start thinking about them John and I when I tell you we are no by no means rich we we're just getting started in terms of work and pay. So I've been out of school for three years. He's been out of school for about two and a half years. So we're pretty, you know, low on the totem pole as far as like, you know, salaries go, um, seniority goes. And so we're really, you know, we're really getting started in the workforce. So we definitely don't have like, like I said, a pile of cash just at our disposal. So... Our salaries are pretty average. Like I'm sure if you guys know what we do for a living, you could Google them and see like whatever Glassdoor would tell you would be around what we're making. So we made the decision to get out of debt a priority and create a plan that works best for us and our goals. Maybe getting out of debt isn't your financial goal. And even though I would advise you to do so, but that's, you know, another episode, another podcast, um, it's totally fine if you don't. Maybe you have other goals like building up an emergency fund, starting to invest in your 401k, or maybe you're just trying to limit your spending to one $15 cocktail during happy hour instead of two. Making that a priority by creating a big why behind motivates you. Like having a why should, your why should motivate you. It should be the driving force for your money goals every day when you wake up. Um, 
For us, our big why is having the freedom to do what we want with our time because money is no longer an issue. And so by that, I mean, I want to be able to wake up and be like, I want to travel here or I want to do this today. I don't want to feel like I have to go to work because I need to go to work because I need the money. Like, I don't think I'll ever be the kind of person to like never not work because I I get bored too easily and I my job right now I, I love it I honestly like could not have picked a better job uh, for myself but if the time ever comes for me to want to quit that job or you know dive into something else I can do that because we don't have any debt our financial plan is solid maybe for you it's feeling like you have control over your life or being able to book that two-week trip to Bali you don't have to quote unquote start waiting until you make more money to accomplish your goals start laying the groundwork now i think that we forget about the brevity of being young we don't have forever to keep waiting for money or whatever other excuse you're waiting for in order to get your uh, financial life together you've just got to do it and do it with everything that you've got. Just go with, go at it with full force. Doesn't matter if people talk talk bad about you. Doesn't matter if you don't have a lot of people who get it, who think you're weird. Just do it. So we did decide to take a small break to celebrate uh, this milestone of, of paying off John's student loans and replenishing our, our emergency fund. I do want to clarify that we didn't drain our emergency fund. We simply just took some money out. But we, if an emergency were to come up, we did have more than enough to cover said emergency. But starting next week, we'll be back at it with my loans. So I have over $39,000 in student loan debt. I have, I started off with 12 loans. I now have eight loans. I've paid off four of them. And so we will be working on the fifth one next week. After much debate, John has stopped contributing to his 401k. Um, so I know some people may take issue with that, but we're doing this so that we can have more cash to throw out the debt. Um, and you know, who knows? It may change. We may be like, you know what? This isn't, isn't worth it. So let's just turn your 401k back on. And like, that's the thing about personal finance, like it's personal. So you do what feels best for you and what's right for you and your situation. Like I don't think fine, personal finance is one size fits all. And the way we might do things may be completely and totally different for you. So we've decided to do that. I won't lie, I'm a little scared about taking on my loans because it's such a large amount and it's kind of daunting to think about but we're just going to focus one loan at a time and you know eventually we will get to we will get to get to be where we need to be so at our current rate we we are going to be done in about two years i'm trying to find a part-time job to generate some extra income to put towards our debt so hopefully i can find something that's worthwhile and then as the payoff happens i'll be definitely sure to keep you guys informed and up to date I hope you found today's episode motivating. I want to be as open as I can with you guys about our finances and hopefully you can find a little motivation to get you going. So until next time, see ya.